Welcome back, everyone, to my show, Success Speaks. I'm very happy that you are all listening now. Um, a quick info before we start, um, we are going to have a new format um, based on the survey I did with all of you. We will no longer have any intro and we will no longer have an introduction from our guests. So we will go straight to the topic that was everyone's request. And of course, I'm happy to do that for you. So I would say, let's get started. Um, I'm your host, Sassy, today, and I would like to welcome Sarah, my guest for today, to the Success Speaks coach. She's a business coach working for the Chase Shetty School in LA, and besides that, she runs her own business as a success coach. So welcome, Sarah. I'm so happy to have you today. How are you? Hi, Saskia. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Brilliant, brilliant. Today we are going to talk about a really interesting topic, right, Sarah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's on everyone's mind, I think. Not on everyone's, but on this, uh, on, on some minds. Um, <laughs> what's the best way to make a complete turnaround in your career or maybe a complete career change? Mm -hmm. So can you let us know what are some common signs or maybe indicators that someone may need to make a career change? Yeah, good question. So, um, you know, making a career change is a very significant decision. So, and there's uh, there are various signs that someone may need to consider this option. So just to keep in mind that these signs can vary from person to person, and it's, a, it's, a, it's essential to reflect on your own situation. So some of the common sign um, that might suggest a need for a career change could be a lack of passion or interest. You know, if you no longer feel passionate or interested in your work and it doesn't align with your values and goals, it may be time for a change. Mm -hmm. um, also, constant stress you know, or burnout. Um, if the person experienced chronic stress, burnout, you know, feelings of exhaustion um, related to, to their job. So it could be a sign as well. Um, lack of a career growth. You know, if you find that there are lim like limited opportunities for advancement or skills development in your current position, so it might be the time to explore like a new path. Mm -hmm. I would say that also um, a healthy work environment, you know, toxic work environment, like conflicts with colleagues or lack of support from supervisor, um, which can negatively impact your well-being. Um, and, you know, it's it comes with like physical or emotional symptoms as well. You know, if you always have headaches, anxiety, insomnia related to your work, that that may indicate that, you know, change is necessary. Mm -hmm. um, and the last ones would be, you know, like financial concern. If like you're constantly struggling with financial issues uh, and your current job doesn't offer the potential for improvement, but also um, like a work-life balance. Um, and boredom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think these are brilliant points, especially the toxic environment, right? So um, yeah. there you actually need to change something. Otherwise, you get the burnout, what you mentioned as well. Um, 
When I remember being in coaching sessions and when people would like to make a career change, um, what I find out in, in, in a lot of coaching sessions actually is the fear, the buzzword fear. Mm -hmm. um, so Sarah, tell us a little bit about fear. What is fear actually? And maybe you can give us a little bit of background. How can individuals overcome fear or uncertainty when considering a career change? Yes. Uh, so, you know, there are strategies to navigate this like transition, like more smoothly. And um, one of them would be, you know, self-reflection. So, you know, being able to assess your skills and interests and like getting being clear on your values, like clarifying your values and goals, um, you know, defining your values and like your long term career goals to guide you, you know, into that decision uh, to be less afraid of making that decision and also to overcome this fear would be research you know like researching like explore option research like potential careers industries or you know like to gain a comprehensive understanding of what each entails so mm -hmm. you what you're doing you're not just you know jumping in to a new thing and um The other thing would be creating a plan, you know, creating a solid plan, like setting like realistic goals and like financial planning, you know, develop like a financial plan to make sure that you are prepared for any potential challenge during that transition. Mm -hmm. So another way of managing fear would be through mindfulness practices, um, you know, practicing mindfulness like um, engaging in mindfulness te techniques such as meditation or like deep breathing to be able to manage your stress and stay present during uh, that transition. Um, also challenging the negative thoughts, you know, identify like and challenge negative thoughts um, that contribute to a fear or uncertainty. So focusing on the positive aspects and potential opportunity can help in this process. Mm -hmm. You mentioned take um, to assess their skills. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what steps should someone take to assess, assess their skills? Yes, well, it's, you know, it's important to, to conduct like a, a thorough self-assessment. So possibly, you know, with the, the help of a career counselor uh, or mentorship before making any significant decision about like a career change. But, you know, assessing your skills, values and interests and long term goals. Um, yeah, just to determine, you know, the best direction for your professional growth and satisfaction. Um, is a very important step. So um, you start by, you know, clarifying your values and goals. And um, additionally, you seek feedback from peers uh, using career assessment tools uh, or, you know, like um, using a mentor, a coach uh, can help you assess um, to be able to do a smoother transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like what you said. Um, I think it's really, really important to have a goal, you know, and to always um, have a plan um, mm -hmm. in 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 your bag, let's say it like this, to actually uh, take the next step into the right direction or maybe take the next step for a career change. And I think also, Sarah, I don't know what's your um, opinion about that, but if you have a plan, 
um, I think your fear is not so big mm -hmm. to actually mm -hmm. move because it's 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 like um, a safety goal. Let's say it like this. I cannot. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's like kind of like your your safety net. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so so planning is is yeah is like the the tough thing that you should do before uh, before doing that um you know just like you know setting your goals and like the financial planning side of things so you know where you are getting into right right so are there any specific strategies or resources that can help individuals explore different industries or maybe job opportunities during a career change Yes. Um, so one thing um, that people can do is, you know, conduct informational interviews and network uh, with professional from that new career field. Um, you can also use online platform like LinkedIn and, you know, attend career fairs as well. Um, you can also join professional association, um, you know, considering also job shadowing or uh, enrolling in a rele relevant online course, um, engaging in volunteer work, you know, like it could be also an option um, and exploring job search websites um, and seeking guidance from, you know, career counselor um, or mentors as well can help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would also add to this is like expand your network. So mm -hmm. try to communicate with somebody who has maybe a job offer, right? Or just expand your network. I mean, it's always good to have a network in your background, um, um, even for success or even for career changes. Yes, yes, exactly. So like networking with professionals from that new job um, could be very helpful because you get to learn from them and have a direct um, insight on what you're going to find there. Exactly, exactly. So how important is resilience in the process of making a successful career change? Well, resilience is crucial in the process of mm. making it. Well, yeah, career change, really. So, you know, it helps, it can help you like navigate challenges, setbacks and uncertainty. So some tips, you know, to, to build resilience uh, during our career change would be, you know, mindset shift, you know, embracing change as an opportunity for growth rather than a threat. Um, viewing setbacks as learning experience and opportunity for improvement. But also um, positive self-talk, you know, counter negative thoughts with positive affirmation to maintain confidence and um, flexibility, you know, like cultivate flexibility um, to adjust plan as needed, especially in a dynamic job market. And as I was saying earlier, you know, is establishing like realistic goals, you know, mm -hmm. setting achievable and realistic short-term goals to be able to track progress and build confidence, you know, you start small and then you grow. And just like you said, um, you know, networking and seeking support, you know, building a strong support system by networking and like seeking advices and connecting with peers, you know, going through similar transition can really help. Um, also, 
focusing on what you can control, you know, concentrating on aspects within your control and letting go of things beyond your influence. So that's how you're going to build like a resilience toolkit um, and staying organized, you know, like organizing your task and responsibility to, to really reduce that feeling of overwhelm um, can help you enhance your productivity uh, toward that goal. Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing, Sarah, because resilience is such a buzzword in all kind of changes we made in our life, right? Mm -hmm. And I also yes. liked really that you mentioned network again, because I think it's really important that you surround yourself with individuals who have maybe the same mindset or maybe who already did a career change, you know, and it was really successful. That lifts you up. And um, yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Can you share with us any success stories of individuals who have made successful career change? And maybe you can share with us what lessons can we learn from their experiences? Yes. Well, actually, I can share mine. You know, I used oh, to work. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to work like in the corporate world and I used to work in the tourism industry for over a decade. And I decided to get certified in yoga and coaching to completely change my career path, which I have done successfully for over a year now. But, um, you know, tourism was my passion, but coaching is more my purpose and yoga became my passion. So I made the decision to pursue this certification out of passion as well. So it's important to pursue or work that resonates with your personal interests. Also, investing time and effort in obtaining a new certifications, you need to be committed to your personal and professional become. So having a positive mindset and resilience in the face of change, because a lot of steps might get you out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and challenge you on many levels. But It's one of the keys to a successful transition. So I would say that one of the lessons is that courage is important. And also, if not now, then when, you know, uh, there will never be a perfect time. So take that bold step towards a career that truly resonates with your passion or your purpose. And if you don't know what it is, then look for it, you know, be curious, explore Right, right. And you mentioned, um, Sarah, passion and purpose. So what is your definition of passion and purpose? Well, passion and purpose. Purpose, I would say that it's something that you feel that you are meant to be and you feel good after doing. You know, it comes naturally. You don't have to force it. Um, The impact that you have after doing that is just incredible. And the feeling is also incredible. The passion is something that you love to do. And, you know, you could do on a daily basis, but it doesn't take too much of your time. So um, you don't you don't see it as a job. You see it as a passion, as a hobby. You know, it's like, let's say it's a hobby that you turn into a job um, so or a part-time job or a side hustle so it's something that you're going to love to do but you're not seeing yourself doing it you know uh, full-time or for the rest of your life but it's still something that is very close to your heart and that you like to do 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing. Awesome. <laughs> Because course. I think a lot of people will just ask, okay, what's passion, what's purpose, you know, and how can I find mm-hmm. it? And I love it how, how you said uh, it comes natural, you know, because it's really your talent. You don't have to search for it. Really, really nice. Yes, but it's, you know, nowadays it's very difficult. A lot of people don't know what is their passion or purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, there's coaches and mentors and like career counselors that can help them you know um find it you know there's many tools now you know uh i don't know if you heard about ikigai you know um can it's like a japanese method that can help you also figure out your passion and purpose so it's some mm-hmm. there's some tools around that can also help an individual find their passion and purpose right right thank you for sharing sarah um Let's talk about someone who has existing skills, right? And would like to make the next step into another career change. So what kind of advice would you like to give to that kind of person who would like to leverage their existing skills and experiences when transitioning into a new field or industry? Mm, Good question. So one thing would be to um, conduct a skills inventory. You know, um, emphasizing like transferable skills, you know, such as communication, uh, problem solving and leadership, you know, craft like crafting a resume and cover letter that highlight how these skills can contribute to the new field. You know, showcasing it showcased like your adaptability and versatility. So it would be really like to do a full assessment of their skills that they can apply to the new position. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And what are kind of challenges you see or obstacles that people commonly face during this kind of transition if they make it? Well, you know, like uh, facing challenges during a career change is completely normal. Um, And a lot of people uh, face uh, challenges such as, you know, lack of experience in the new field or um, uncertainty about the transition and the need to acquire new skills. Um, You know, additionally, there might be concern about networking in an unfamiliar industry and the potential for you know, a temporary dip in income or job stability. So overcoming these challenges often involve building a supportive network, you know, gaining relevant certifications and or experience, you know, conducting, you know, market research um, and focusing on really, just like we said earlier, transferable skills to ease that transition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned earlier as well to have a goal or have a big plan. I think if you have a mind to actually make a change in your career, it's always good to have something in place, whether it's whether it takes you one year, it doesn't matter, you know. Sometimes from the mindset perspective, we know there is something com- com- coming, you know, but it's not, let's say, we don't need the time. For that you know we cannot say okay i would like to change my career within the next two weeks i think mm-hmm. putting pressure on yourself is not what you should do so it's really good to have a plan in place what you already mentioned and then move into that kind of direction in your time frame you know yes exactly being you know mindful of that mm-hmm. change 
you know, yeah. not rushing things out. You know, obviously, you know, it depends on the situation. If it's a really toxic environment and you can't stay and you can stay there, um, this is a different situation mm -hmm. and uh, you might have to rush out your transition um, for sure. But if you are able um, to go slowly and just plan things out, so you will have a smoother and better transition for sure. Yeah. So if we're talking about education or training, um, what's your advice? Uh, people should consider additional education or training when they would like to make the career change? Yes, 100%. Yes. If it's accessible for them, you need to check the difference in skills you have now and what the new job needs. And if there's a gap, Try online courses or part-time courses, you know, they're easy to find, you know, online and really can help you learn what you need for your new job. So it will also uh, help you feel more confident in, in applying to these new career paths. So education and training are, if you don't have any of these skills for that job, that's the first thing that you should be looking into. And sometimes even employers have, you know, Uh, the option to uh, finance, you know, any like uh, training or education. Uh, so look into potential funds from your company that can support these uh, trainings. They don't have to know that it's, you know, to kind of like change job or uh, you don't have to mention that. But um, if you are able to get some help from your company, then it makes things also easier. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of company has some education or training in place, mm -hmm. which makes sense to actually yeah, combine it with your job you already have if it's full-time. So it mm -hmm. definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah, um, one last question from my side. What advice would you give someone who is already struggling or who is looking for a career change actually, but feels hesitant about taking the leap? Well, I have four advices, if it's okay with you. I'm sure. <laughs> so the first one would be, be patient with yourself. Like, you know, a ma major career change is a process that takes time. And, you know, being patient with yourself and recognize that it feels, you know, it's okay to feel hesitant, you know, focusing on the journey and the growth it brings rather than the outcome. So that would be the first one. The second one is test the waters. You know, before making a complete switch, consider testing the waters, you know, uh, through freelancing, internship, or even short-term project in, in the new field. Um, this hands-on experience can offer really like a preview of the new career. And it also gives you a taste of what you might be getting into. Third one is like financial planning. Uh, it's very, very important, you know, developing a financial plan to ensure you are prepared for any potential challenge during that transition period. You know, having a safety net can really ease your concerns and like provide a sense of security. And the last one would be seek guidance, really consult with career counselors or mentors who can offer personalized advices. So their insight can provide clarity and really address concern and help you make informed decision. Brilliant, brilliant. I love the third one. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's really, really nice. A really, really good advice because, uh, yeah, it's that all what we need, right? We have to pay all our, I don't mm -hmm. know, rents and these kind of things, right? So moving on too fast, um, yeah, will not yes. be a success in the long run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like having that safety net can make any, you know, career change or move a success, just like you said, uh, because you are less worried about, you know, timeline, uh, income wise, you're just looking for, you know, what you want and what will make you happy because you have that on the side in case something goes south. Agree, agree, totally agree. Thank you so, so much for these advices. Um, yes. And Sarah, before we close down this session, you know, my, my podcast is called Success Speaks. So um, one last question from Isa, because I'm just curious. <laughs> What is your definition of success? Good question. Um, well, success for me would be finding fulfillment in my profession. Mm -hmm. And gaining recognition in my field. Brilliant. There's nothing more to add. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thank you so, so much, Sarah, for being my guest with uh, such brilliant insights on a brilliant, brilliant topic. I know we could talk for ages because it's such a big, big topic to discuss. But hopefully for my listeners, we showed you a little bit how to make the first step into into any kind of uh, career change. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much, Sarah, for being my guest. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Sassy, for inviting me. It was a pleasure as well. Up ...of amazing guests coming up, each with their own unique stories and perspectives on success. Thank you for being part of the Success Speaks community. I believe that success is within reach for everyone and I'm here to support and inspire you on your journey. Stay tuned for more episodes filled with motivation, inspiration, and practical advice for those who have achieved greatness. Until next time, keep striving for success, and remember that your dreams are within your reach. Success speaks, and I'm here to help you make it happen.